<clears throat> what? You start. What? I start? episode of Gear Related, a peek under the hood of the automotive repair industry. I am your co-host, Heather. And I'm your other co-host, Ben. Welcome, everyone. Very nice. So, um, we're going to do kind of a theme for this episode, which is, do-do-do-do, dumb stuff that we do as kids with our cars. And we'll be telling stories about ourselves, which means the episode's probably going to be about two hours long no, for the amount no. of dumb stuff we did. <laughs> I think we, we'll have to cull it down a little bit. Also, this is just the stuff that's, you know, safe to be out in the universe. Oh, that's true. I mean, what's the statute of limitations on some of the stuff we did? I mean, we can, we can tell this stuff, right, and not get in trouble for it, right? Uh, did not research that. I guess that's a... a do the thing now and ask for forgiveness later kind of a thing. <laughs> All right, so a message to my uh, uh, hometown prosecutor, if you're listening, uh, just <laughs> ignore this. I don't think that your hometown was big enough to have a prosecutor, but... <laughs> Pro probably not. So um, I have a kind of a fun story just to sort of set, set the mood because, you know, we all know. We've all done things. Maybe you have kids that have done some fun stuff. We're talking about teenagers. If your seven-year-old's driving your car, you have other problems. <laughs> so this is kind of a, a funny story, and it's, it's uh, pretty typical, I think. So in Buffalo, Minnesota, not New York, there was a 17-year-old girl. She was taking her driver's test. So she's in the car. She's got her instructor, who's this sweet little 66-year-old lady. And uh, they, I guess they're going over parking as they're, you know, getting, getting towards the end of the test. And instead of the reverse gear, that poor girl put it into drive and shot straight into the side of the building. <laughs> and that was where the exam, like, headquarters was. Oh, no! So, wait, she drove into the building that, uh, like, the, the her instructors? Yes administer the test and everything yes oh my god was anybody hurt uh they took the i mean non-life-threatening injuries Every, everybody was okay no charges were were pressed so oh they let her off huh wow well not for nothing but if they if she's not you know past the test the licensed <laughs> driver is who's in charge of her right all right so i have a question for you about this story how okay. long should she have to wait before she's allowed to take the drivers i'm assuming she failed her driver's test but how long should she have to wait until have she to, until or, she can take it again yeah i think she should be able to take it right away again but she's probably got some serious like anxiety about <laughs> this now i think thing. i think she should have to wait at least until the building's repaired <laughs> okay, that seems fair. <laughs> okay, so I have one as well. This happened... Is this about you or no? No, no, no. Oh, this, okay. this, is, this is not about me. This actually took place far from here in a small place called Manatee. Oh, 
like the sea animal. Exactly. I don't know what Aww. state that is that that's in, but I should, probably should have looked at that. If it's in the Midwest, they need to kind of rethink. <laughs> so this is this is a story about car shopping. Oh, okay. At 4 a.m. Wait, what? Is that shopping or feelings? <laughs> <laughs> so th this 15-year-old boy uh, and some friends went to a Ford dealership and broke into a car oh. and subsequently got caught. Now, the deputies were trying to explain that you can't break into a car because the boy was saying, I'm not breaking into the car. I'm in the market, and it is my right to look at this car if I'm considering buying it. This kid sounds like you. <laughs> I would not I would not break into a car. Well, not not that part, but figuring out a super airtight like excuse. The juvenile further stated, this is quote, right? I have the right to be sitting in this car since I'm thinking about buying it. Well, he gets some points for, you know, originality. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, so message to all you teenagers out there. If you're thinking about buying a car, you should probably go during business hours and not break into it. This has been a public service announcement. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you know what? Let's 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 switch it back to our own maybe personal stories. All right. Because I've got some good ones. And uh I was talking to my parents about this a few days ago, and they just laugh and groan, <laughs> and yeah, it's it's some good memories. So I'm 15 years old, Okay. and I got my driver's license, and my parents bought me my first car, which was, I don't want to say the date of it, <laughs> so that not to age myself, but it was a little Toyota Tercel two-door hatchback and it was like an eggshell beigey creamy color okay super hot set of wheels so the, the kind of car you want to be seen in that, mm -hmm. that's that's a tercel right there you know what? i did not care i was just so happy to have this freedom right so i got my license and i had my car and off i go this is day one Day one of your license. Day one of my license. Picked up my best friend. We t probably went to every single person we knew. You know, we went up to all of their houses just to be like, car. And then I took her home. And on my way back to my house, which was maybe five minutes away, I'm at an intersection, pretty busy intersection. And, you know, just, I probably had some new kids on the block or something tape going. That's... <laughs> Yeah. I, that's actually that can't be right because I was not that old <laughs> at that time. But listening to New Kids on the Block on your tape deck, right? On just your so, tape deck. All right, just so we have that clear. So, um, the I had it was just a green light, no arrow, nothing like that. I scanned down the road, which is down a hill, and no cars or there nothing that would impede my turn. So I turned and hit a car. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know if he was flying up that hill or not, but I got in a car accident the first day that wow. I had my license. And uh, apparently, I, I have blocked this, <laughs> but my mom says that I called them and just was sobbing so hard on the phone that my dad couldn't really understand me. <laughs> but he just kept asking me if I was okay and telling me that it was going to be okay. And he was just very sweet to me and I'll just always... Aww. Kind of remember that I, you know, I bashed up my car pretty good, but 
You know what was weird about this car too? The bumper for it was like foam covered in rubber. Like after that accident, I was like, what is this? What is the safety of this thing? <laughs> Uh, in the '80s, uh, yeah, the, a lot, a lot. I remember those those bumpers. Like it had like a um, um, like a black rubber almost, yeah. right? Yeah, I remember those. I don't know what the purpose was, uh, no. if that was some sort of safety feature or if it was designed to not scratch or ding as easy. Well, it didn't scratch the other guy's car so much. Do you, yeah. <laughs> well, do you remember all the Saturn commercials? Where they started making the doors out of plastic, oh, yeah, as opposed plastic. to metal, and they were like they would like throw grocery carts at them, and they just bounce off, and there'd mm -hmm. be no marks on the door. Yeah, that's it's innovation. Yeah, yeah. All right, your turn. Well, I can't say that I got in an accident uh, on day one, uh, but I do have a day one story. Mm. This is my first car, a 1984 300ZX. Nice. Yeah, made by Nissan, right? Little sports coupe. Um, this thing, my first car, I bought it. I'm driving it home, and I go to pick up one of my friends. Of course. We get in the car, and I put it in gear. I'm I'm not even I'm not even a block away from his house. It's a manual transmission. Put it in gear. Go down the road. I, I'm going about three miles per hour at this point. I didn't even switch to second gear, and I hear a loud clunk. Uh -oh. And the car just coasts slowly to a stop. And I'm thinking, what was that? Why does my car not move anymore? Rat -row. Yeah. So we took it to the shop. Now, this is this is when before I had any uh, background, obviously, in, in fixing the car myself. <laughs> <laughs> so they put it up on the lift and they, they told me, uh, yeah, your uh, transmission's uh, shot. Oh, by the way, there's no oil in it. So day one, owning my car, I've got to put a transmission in it. Now I did call the people I bought the car from, and they were nice enough to throw me two hundred bucks, but they weren't. Uh... That's not enough for a transmission. <laughs> no, the best part was okay. This took place in Idaho. They couldn't find a transmission for it. We, my uncle in New York actually found a transmission, and they shipped it to to Idaho. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Is, do you think that was the catalyst for your mechanical aspirations and abilities? You know, I think when I paid the bill, that was maybe that <laughs> maybe that was my uh, aspiration to become a mechanic. Right, right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so speaking of clunks, I got a good one. So this is the story of the death of the Toyota Tercel. Oh no. So I think I had that car for a while. So I started driving when I was 15. So I think this was senior year. And so the oil light was on. And at this point, my father was letting me go a little bit, not just jumping in there at every three months and having us do the oil change. He was letting me <laughs> teaching you have responsibility. Some responsibility. Okay. Yes. And so, um, you know, I I saw the oil light. I didn't put a piece of tape over it, so I feel like that was <laughs> responsible. You know and, why they make those red, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I drove it for a while, a while, while, and I I did notice that it was running rough. I bet. And so one day, I was driving home. It was nighttime, and. I was thinking to myself, it's running kind of rough, and I'm thinking, I am going tomorrow 
to get my oil changed because it's like nine o'clock at night. So I think I was coming home for work. So I'm, I'm going, I'm driving down a road, probably 30, 35 miles an hour when all of a sudden it gets really rough and then there's this <laughs> huge boom and then nothing. It just stops and slow and I'm scared to death, you know, <laughs> and there's just traffic going by me and I'm able to sort of get it into this like circle K or Seven Eleven parking lot. And I'm like, Oh God, Oh God, Oh God, please. And I remember pushing it into the parking spot because it's a Tercel made of foam. So it was really like, <laughs> and I ran into there and I, and I bought like three quarts of oil. Yeah. <laughs> That's you're gonna you're gonna put oil in it now listen I didn't know so I pop that hood and I'm just like praying the whole time to whatever you know car gods there are and I dumped all of that oil and I think I was probably on the second one almost to the end when I start hearing it just pouring out the bottom of the car you're basically describing the Exxon Valdez incident underneath your car <laughs> all the birds we had to get rid of them and so you're going to get a notice from the uh, the EPA just so you know. I you know it was terrible, and so I was really upset about this, and now I got to call my mom to come get me. So she does, you know, and and the next day, my boyfriend at the time we we went to the car <laughs> to find it its new funeral home, <laughs> and he looks at it and he gets this like. It's got to be a good six by six inch chunk of my engine that is no longer connected to where it's supposed to be. <laughs> Hence why all the my oil block. oil is dumping on exactly. the ground. Yeah, so, so the moral of that story is change your oil or you're going to have to drive your grandfather's Lincoln that has only an eight track with California raisins tapes <laughs> to play in there. Oh. Well, you did hear it through the grapevine, right? I, I heard everything. <laughs> hear the thunk. So, so could you explain to me what the heck happened? All right. What you're describing is, uh, have you ever heard the expression throwing a rod? Yes. Okay. That's what happened. Oh. Now, what that means, the rod is actually uh, the technical term for the part is a connecting rod. And it connects your piston to your crankshaft. So when you throw a rod, this piston is moving up and down at a you know a very high uh, rate, of rate, rate of speed and the connecting rod will break if it breaks when the piston is going up your piston will embed itself into the the head of the engine but it won't come out if it breaks Ooh. while it's going down it can puncture the block of the motor that's what it was and shoot out that's oh. hence the term throwing a rod man i did a good job and you do, and you probably know why that happens. Low oil pressure. Yes. So if if you're gonna go a long time without changing your oil, at least check your oil. Yeah, I am. I highly recommend that. And if the oil light comes on, that's full stop. Stop the car. You're done. <laughs> Turn it off. <laughs> Don't wait for the clunk and the noises to start. Please, please people in podcast land learn learn from our mistakes <laughs> the, the education of children is hard we have so many warning lights that come on our cars now um the, but the the red oil light that one's definitely turned the car off check engine light as long as the is the car's running okay 
keep driving it and just make an appointment at your local mechanic to get it looked at. But generally speaking, the red lights are the ones that you want to pay attention to right. and shut the car off. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's uh, that's all the stories that I can legally tell on the podcast. <laughs> well, if you guys have some stories, please tweet us. Oh yes. At Shone Auto. That's S C H O E N Auto. And uh, we would love to hear some of your stories, and Please. we'll put them out there in podcast land. So, you know, you can get the full embarrassing experience that right. we, we did today. Because misery loves company. Absolutely. All right. You guys have a fabulous week. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.